Welcome everybody back to season two of What's Next. We've missed you guys. It's been a crazy uh, little off season for us. Um, a couple of us planning for weddings, new jobs, uh, and really just laying the foundation for the second season here. Um, a lot of exciting things. We're doing some on-sites with some colleges, uh, specifically up in Boston. That's one we've got definitely on the radar, so you'll be hearing more about that coming soon. Uh, but then even just more great interviews coming in the second season. We're going to start it off uh, season two with a popular guest from season one, if you remember him, Matt Pegler. Um, episode seven called Show Up with Matt Pegler was an absolute hit, so we wanted to bring him back. Um, you'll hear some of the updates since we spoke to him a little short of a year ago where he was starting his agency, balancing that with his career in financial crime. So he actually spoke to us. He was just getting back from uh, from scouting. So he's in the car uh, in the middle of Atlanta uh, or, or leaving the Atlanta airport in the back roads of Georgia, uh, but had a lot of fun with this. It's, it's Gary and myself, Neil here. Um, on the interview. We hope you enjoy it. And one thing I will ask for you guys, please share this one with somebody you know from baseball. That's the sport we're talking about today. Uh, and then anybody who's interested in being an agent or they're in finance, uh, one of those two career paths, but I think you'll learn a lot and it's exciting uh, and always fun to have Matt on the podcast. So I hope you enjoy it guys and we will see you next week. All right, everybody, welcome back to season two. Yeah, season two, where episode in total was a 21, 21. Um, so, well, you know, happy, happy to have you guys all back. We've got a cool guest today. You've heard him. If you've checked out season one, uh, episode seven, we've got Matt Pegler with us today. So super excited to catch up with Matt. Uh, it's been a couple months. It's been a, a bit since we, we chatted with him and he was starting life, uh, working it, you know, his full-time job and becoming an agent. Um, so some cool updates with him there. Uh, but and, you know, overall, really excited for this second season. Um, if you've been following our Instagram and some of the posts that we're doing, getting more involved, questions of the day, type things like that, and then even some more actual on-site meetings um, with our with our audiences and some of the colleges. So, so big things uh, in the rest of 2018 and season two. Uh, but without any further ado, I will kick us off, and uh, we've got Matt Pegler on the phone with us. Matt, welcome back, man. Hello, brothers. <laughs> and if you hear any background noise, Matt is a full-blown road warrior now. So he is on the road, uh, coming back, checking out some players. It's the heat of the summer, uh, and, and he's out there looking for some studs. So, Matt, give us a bit of a recap. I think we chatted with you. I'm barreling down. I'm going 85 north in the middle of nowhere, Georgia. <laughs> Just stopped at the racetrack. Took forever. Just wanted to get a bottle of water. A little Diet Coke for my throat for the, you know, the interview. Get me going. Um, <laughs> Love the dedication. My voice exercises. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, <laughs> yellow leather. We did those in public speaking at CFC. Um, it does help. Okay, anyways. Um, happy to be here. So what was, what was the, the question again? Sorry, Neil. We can no, no. on these tangents and we're... I love it, man. No, we're excited to have you. It's um, we want a bit of a recap. So, if anybody uh, who did uh, tune in last time, we know you're balancing full time job with also becoming, uh, you know, an agent, uh, specifically baseball. So, a bit of background on Matt. Matt, why don't you just tee us off? Give us like a quick minute. School, college of Charleston, and kind of life after college. Um, yeah. So, 
this is season dos. If you didn't get to see season uno, this is a quick overview. I played at the College of Charleston from 2009-2013. Played baseball there, and then I went to law school at USC. Uh, My coach was in law school, um, and then I I worked uh, for a bank of financial crimes, and and I'm also an agent for for ball players, baseball players. Um, And the last time we spoke was, I guess, probably about July, right? Yeah, it was so fall fall of last year. I think it was even yeah. October, right? Or was July? Yeah, 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 yeah. A little less than yeah, a year, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. so October. Um, so, that yeah, that was the, the, the busiest – sorry if I'm yelling again. Um, that was the busiest time probably of, of my year thus far just because I hadn't really experienced a full summer yet like I am now. Um, but, you know, I, I saw some guys. I got some guys – you know, I'm really working on the, the, the freshmen and sophomores and the 2020 grads um, and the young bucks because the guys that I found doing this since October when we last spoke, the guys um, that are juniors now, you the studs already have um, advisors or agents at that point, um, so you got to get them when they're young. Um, and so I, I had a, a couple kids in the draft this year, um, one – Luke Morgan from the College of Charleston. He went to the Colorado Rockies. Um, and then Connor Grant from North Greenville University went to the Miami Marlins. Um, they've both been playing great. Um, and that was the draft in June. But really, I guess we spoke in October, We, you know, November, Christmas, and then the, the college season was crazy. Um and that's when I will, you know, start getting the, the young guys and and getting ready for the draft and, and stuff. And so since then, it's really just been a whole lot of seeing games. Um, and, the, and, you know, I went through, I guess, my first draft. Which was, um, that was a great experience. Um, but, yeah, and then, and then here we are going down the highway, I-85 North in, in Georgia. Nice, man. Uh, um, so kind of sounds like you've changed your approach since we've last spoke. Um, you know, he's talking about how you're going after the younger guys um, instead of the older ones. Um, so just go go off that a little bit and tell us tell us some of the things that you've learned uh, since we've last spoke and, and what's made your life easier. What have you seen make your life a little bit tougher? You know, it's just things along those lines. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a, um, a great question and see when I, yeah, when we last spoke, I was, you know, going and getting already professional players, um, which, you know, I had to do to get going, but I I realized very quickly, um, that as an agent, you make money in two instances, one in the draft or two after a professional player, not makes it to the big leagues, but gets three years accrued time in the big leagues. That could take five years. You know, he could go a year or half a year here, half a year there, you know, too. But so I kind of zeroed in on finding guys in the draft um, because, you know, that's that's where you can, can make money to help fund, um, you know, the whole agency thing. And so that's something I realized quick um, that, you know, 
the pro guys, even if they get called up, people think, oh, yeah, you had a guy called up to the big leagues. Okay, yeah. But you don't get paid until he's been called up to the big league for three years um, accrued. So, you know, he's making league minimum, which is like 525, but you can't take fees on league minimum. So, you know, it's a some people don't realize that. So that's why I've been trying to, you know, hustle hard and and, and stack up some guys, you know, that are going to be some some draft picks. That's crazy, man. So how, how do you, from the guys you've seen or, or some guys that have been doing it longer, like how, how do they make that a livelihood or a career off it, you know, while they wait for, you know, the, or they try to find those, those ones that last the five years. And I think that may go into how you're balancing working full time while, while doing this. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a grind for sure. But most of them, if they started their own gig, um, they either had, at least from what I've heard, stories I've heard, stories or whatever, um, they either knew someone or one of their homeboys was like a big leaguer or a big draft pick, and that like put them on. Um, I was talking with a, a coach today from, from Winthrop, and he told me that you've heard of Jet Sports, right, with B.B. Abbott? Yes. Yep. Um, so, so he was saying, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, but he said that B.B. You know, was a practicing attorney, and was somehow homeboys with Chipper Jones. Um, and when Chipper Jones, he decided to leave his, his current representation, BB like negotiated his first like big, big mega big league deal. Well, dude, I mean, that's, that's nice to get you going. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. not, only, not, not only do you get fees, which um, were, I mean, in the, in the couple hundreds of thousands, uh, I would guess, but, the fact that you got Chipper Jones gives you so much credibility in your field and in the eyes of other players and getting other players. Once you get freaking Chipper, oh man, everybody, you know, he's got Chipper Jones, but you know, you're, 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 you're on. Um, but then some guys that they get hired on, um, you know, at, at bigger agencies as like associate agents, I guess, or, you know, sub agents or, or agents, but it's just part of a bigger um, agency. And, you know, the agency basically will fund them, you know, their salary, um, and, you know, pay for the gear for their guys and stuff. And they just go out on the road and, you know, see them and, and all that stuff. And then, but That's I guess crazy. to answer your question, you know, you, somehow you, you know how to, a guy get you, you know, on a, a big time player or, you know, you start working for a, a big agency and, you know, if a bunch of agents kind of move around a lot. It's kind of crazy. Like the, you know, agents will bump around from agency, to agency and start their own, um, but yeah, so. And you, I mean, you've, from what we've seen, you've got your own thing going, the Pegler agency. Is there a draw? I mean, I, I think what I remember when we talked the last time you had tried to go into bigger ones, you know, knocking down on doors, trying to meet with folks. And you said, you know what, I'm going to go into a career something that pays the bills. And now here you are where you've got leverage in the sense of in a cool spot, Columbia, South Carolina places are accessible, but you also have a, a career that helps you, um, you know, working full time while you try to put this together, is there still a draw to go, you know, to a, a bigger agency? Like, how, how do you manage all that? Oh, no doubt. Like this, uh, this firm up in based out of New York hit me up and wanted me to take over the, basically the, their baseball branch. Um, and like, it would have been nice, but they, they weren't, the deal wasn't that great, but still I could have, you know, dropped the, you know, the, the bank gig and been full time. <laughs> You know, agent, sorry, there's a freaking yellow jacket in my car. Jesus, out here in Georgia. 
<laughs> um, all right. Um, and that, but you know, it's, yeah, the draw is there for sure. Cause I mean, you know, sometimes, I mean, dude, you, you imagine having seven guys you gotta, you buy equipment for, like, it's not like, it's not, I can't say it's like having seven kids, but you know, it's like having seven kids when spring sport time rolls around, you know, around the house, you know, gotta get a little giant glove, you know, it's pleats. I mean, it's, it adds up and the travel is, is expensive as well. The travel is something I didn't you know, realize was going to be so expensive. Um, but the draw is there, but I mean, you know, for me selling what I do in my agency is, is based on it being small. You know, I never want to, I never will be a big, you know, agency, you know, always boutique, um, kind of always just baseball, you know, some of the firm, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but, you know, movie stars actors boxers football players but you know i, I kind of you know i think there's more of a, a draw for the specific job representing a baseball player you know to get with a, a small kind of boutique agency and that's what i you know i kind of want to roll with the draw yeah the draw's there i mean shoot sometimes i'm like god dang i wish i you know didn't have to wake up and go to this freaking banking job um but you know it all leads us back. We're on, you know, the highway in Georgia. <laughs> nice, man. Um, so at the end of the day, what kind of makes it all worth it for you, you know? Like, is it um, uh, building that relationship with a guy and seeing him make it and you kind of reaping the benefits? Or is it you building this agency from uh, an idea to a reality, which which kind of which kind of makes it all worth it for you? Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, starting starting all the thing is cool. Definitely, it's you know, it makes me you know, it gives me something to be proud of, um, and all. That. But and this is gonna sound cheesy, and Neil's like, oh, this dude's about to be a cornball. But like, I really do like like I'll see players that I have no interest in, and I'll try to help them find a college to play with because um, I guess at the end of the day, yeah, I am getting something. Could you? Know, for example, just let me give you an example. I'm in Atlanta, the, the World Wood Bat. I'm sitting there, a coach from Columbia, like the smart school up north, Columbia, <laughs> is sitting next to me and we're talking. Um, he's, he's a baseball assistant recruiter for Columbia. And he's talking about how it's hard to not only get players to come there in North and play, but they have an extra filter because of academics. Um you know, so he's, you know, some coaches ask me if, you know, I see guys, you know, this would just, guys, you know, scouts and stuff do it at games. Um, so anyways, I'm, a, I'm sitting there at a freaking rain delay in the prospect. This is the next day prospect five, or five star prospect um, guy. We're all hunched up together. It's just raining and lightning. We started talking and his son, um, he's a, a lawyer. They're from India. Like, almost ace the sat crazy smart wants to go to ivy league school he's a little infielder second baseman so i told i went watch him play and he's straight i mean he could probably help out columbia so you know i want hit up the columbia dude like hey man you need to go see this five-star prospect this dude he's real smart you know he wants to be in ivy league blah blah and so you know it kind of it makes you feel good helping a kid find somewhere to play but also you know down the road maybe that dude from columbia he'll end up at you know, a school with a stutter, maybe they'll have a stud at Columbia and, and maybe he'll tell me about them. You know, he'll go high in the drive. You never know, but it, it really does make you feel good. Um, seeing, helping kids go play, um, places when, when otherwise maybe they wouldn't have, cause they play 
you know, in a small school or American Legion or a one A school or something like that. I love that, man. And I, I think that's honestly not as cheesy as you, <laughs> you thought it was going to sound it. And it's come up a few different times in these interviews of giving more than you get, right? Like you have to give up something and you have to really be in it for the right reasons where you're okay taking time, going to a game, even if there's nothing quote unquote in it for you. Um, I, I mean, it seems like you're, you're on to something that's a passion. So between the agency itself micro incidents like that of you know recommending somebody to something else i think it does all come back oh yeah for sure good juju karma or you know whatever vibes you know what you want to call it that'd be like juju right or is that karma Let's get karma or yeah juju. there's bad juju is there good juju what is the be. difference in juju and karma is there <laughs> Well, that'll be something we'll, I'll, I'll include in the wrap-up. That'll one. be for that'll season play. three. <laughs> <laughs> when we get in deep. That's cool, man. So when you look in – I got so many questions on how the heck do you find these needles in haystacks. But on a personality level, something where maybe our listeners can relate to as they are out trying to get recruited or, or found. I mean, on a personality level, when you're – on the phone with a guy after a game and you're talking with him, sure he can play, but like, are you looking, are you looking for certain things with the guy? Is he somebody who fits the brand of the Pegler agency? I mean, do you have certain kind of personalities like that you're looking for? You talking about like, like character traits and stuff. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I'm to a certain extent, but usually if, you know, I hit a kid up, I've, I've referenced him or, or talked to him, you know, a like I, I've talked to one of his coaches about him already, but, but I mean, really, I mean, sometimes I talk to kids and I mean, if they saw, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I kind of like, I have a kid who, who, you know, he had a little, he might, he had a DUI and, you know, he has a child and, <laughs> but you know what? We're not here to judge at the Pegler agency because <laughs> I think that, you know, having baseball in a kid's life, um, even if he does have some character flaws, um, that having baseball can give him something to wake up in the morning and, and do like the right thing. Um, cause some of these kids, if they don't have baseball, there's no telling what they'd be doing. Um, you know, probably definitely not going to college. So as far as, you know, if a kid sounds, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've talked to a couple of kids who, and scouts have told me, he's like, yeah, kids are punk. You don't want to mess with them. But I'll still mess with them. I mean, especially if they throw gas or something, you know. But if not, if they're like a generally bad person, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with them. But yeah, you know, like I said, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of open and willing to every, you know. But then again, I'm starting out, so I can't exactly be choosy. You know what I mean? Um, but sure. then again, you don't want to get someone, you know, and then that represents your your agency, you know, in a bad light. So no, that's a good point. That's a good point. So where um. You know, you've been in it for a bit of time now. Um, I mean, where are you seeing some guys go after ball? Like, have, is there any commonality? Are they going coaching, teaching? Have you been in it enough where you've seen guys go in and out, even if they're some of your old teammates? Um, yeah, I mean, it's far, yeah, as far as – yeah, it has to be teammates. I haven't been doing this long enough to see. But, I mean, dude, anything and everything um, – pharmaceutical sales i have a couple guys i played college baseball with they're killing it in pharmaceutical sales um so if any ball players out there you know playing pro ball go see if you can sell someone's pharmaceuticals um 
Mm, yeah, coaching. You know, I really don't know anybody scouting. And that's and that's something that I was talking with a scout about. Like, really, you don't know any, I don't know any, like, friends or anything that, you know, got wanted to be a scout. Um, and, I mean, I, I mean, I think if, if it'd be a good route for some guy, just for a couple of years, you know, you get to travel around and stuff. But, man, guys do it. I mean, I, all kind of stuff as far as careers. There's not really one particular thing. I see you know, my teammates that are doing now more than anything else, I guess. Do you have a do you have an example of maybe any of your teammates or friends or anyone really who's kind of just like struggling after they've left? Um whether it's, you know, finding career or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, not specifically, you know, one guy but the, the same scenario, you know, if a guy goes after his junior year, um it's very rare, you know, after playing pro ball for four or five years, he'll be motivated to come back and finish school. Now, a bunch of guys, you know, when they get drafted, you know, it'll be in their contract that it'll get paid for. Um, but, but still at that point, you know, it's that, and that's kind of a thing that it's, it's hard for guys to see, like, dude, just go grind out a year. And some guys that have maybe more than a year left of school too. So say you got a year and a half left, you're 20, six 27 um so you probably got a girl say you got a girl you know you a pretty steady girlfriend you get released you probably don't want to go to school for a year and a half you know you need to get a job start making some money so that's it, it's kind of a, a loop that guys get stuck into um that's probably the, the biggest the, the most common thing i think is, is not going back and finishing school Love it. I, and for guys, you know, want to pursue a passion. I mean, kind of give us the, the idea came about how you're balancing it day to day. And I mean, really like you're on the road right now, coming back from seeing ball players and you got to, you got to go into work tomorrow. I mean, for people out there that want to pursue a passion and don't make a clean cut jump into it. Um, do you have advice for them on how you can kind of tactically do it while you're still working? Yeah, I mean, at least for me, what I'm doing, I mean, it's all I do, man. Like, I don't chill with friends. I don't, like, go out, like, and, you know, to the movies with friends or bowling and shit like that. I mean, it's just all I do, literally. Um, and, like, I love doing it. So, you know, there are times where, like, God dang, I don't, you know, I wish I could just go and, you know, kick it or go out with some buddies tonight. But if you're going to do it, like, the, what I've said, you know, just, I've set aside three years of my life. I'm just going to grind and, and get it started. And, and once you get the spark started, um, you know, that's the hardest part. Um, so if I had any advice to anybody, you know, if you have something you want to do it bad enough, just be like, I'm about to just grind for two or three years and get the spark lit. Um, and then that's all I'm going to do. And then, and then, you know, hopefully it works out. <laughs> But if you know it doesn't, then you know. Oh well. Yeah, I love it, man. It, it's it seems like you got to sacrifice something, whether it's you know the fun Friday or um, you, you can't you can't do it all. Uh, so obviously, like I, I heard there's a new the bar time. in Charleston. I've been to it. Um, uh, social is it? Oh, Uptown, Uptown. Social. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've heard <laughs> Uptown Social is great, like fabulous. 
But, you know, I can't really do Uptown Social because you go to Uptown Social, you drop about 60 bucks easy, even if you're just chilling. <laughs> 60 bucks, that's three pair of batting gloves. Yeah, Frozen <laughs> rosé is, is, uh, is tempting in the summer. It's unfortunate. Frozen rosé. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, man. Well, awesome, buddy. So, you know, as we wrap up, we're, we're keeping them a little shorter uh, this season and, and going to do some more discussion kind of around the episodes. But, you know, for anybody listening um, or in a period of transition, whether it's, you know, they're about to graduate or, hey, it's, you know, it's July, July now. So we've got some folks out there that just graduated and they're really going through a time of transition, probably seeing friends get jobs, probably starting a job where they're like, oh, crap, you know, this is not what I thought it was or I look, I mean, I miss ball. I mean, what, what do you got for, for advice for them? Uh, some folks going through a period of transition. Um, yeah, I would say and this is, we talk about this in uh, season, season uno, just show up the stuff, like just go to an interview, um, go somewhere that you would maybe, a, a, I wouldn't say a job fair, but really just go interview somewhere that you really have, you know, we're not considering, if anything, just get um, experience sitting down in an interview. Um, and then if you're working somewhere now, just go to see if there's events they have or just whatever you want to do. Um, just show up to events that are associated with that. I'm trying to think of an example. Um, well, there's, I mean, yeah, there's town town chamber events. I mean, just getting yeah, it just sounds like, like yeah, yeah, on any trying to think like but hmm. like no. you guys y'all are trying to start you know or, well what what's next is going global season dose but you heard it here you, first you, but, <laughs> yeah you coming at you live um, <laughs> but i mean you guys hang out and do stuff with you know folks and that are you know in the industry in the biz um, and just talk to people and meet people and show up. I mean, cause dude, just talking to people and meeting people, they'll know somebody and they can, you know, put you on or, or give you someone's number. Um, I would say that's my, my, my best advice. Just be kind of outgoing and not, don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone and talk to people. I mean, the worst they're going to say is just like, Hey, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you, which they probably won't do that. Yeah. Um, so well, cool, man. So for our listeners out there who are, I think they're going to like this one, at least the humor side of it for sure. Um, on the highway in Georgia. <laughs> on the highway in Georgia. Anything can happen. Where can they find you if they're interested in at least, if anything, following the progress of the Pegler Agency? Um, I'll be in Columbia, um, South Carolina. Um, but I'll really be, you know, prowling either Columbia I'll be in Florida, uh, all, all over the state, but Columbia is where home base is. That's where I sleep usually. And you know, when we when we were were interviewing in October, you were just starting to really take off on this whole social media thing. What did you call it? Snapface, Insta Chat, and now you're oh yeah, bonafide Insta Star. I see you creeping oh, on games all the time. Snapface and Insta Chat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like I like. The IG stories in particular, I like the boomerangs. Ah, big boomerang guy. Nice. Yeah. That's like a good boomerang to get you going. <laughs> oh, man, you I know, love just it. Just throw you a boomerang. So that's what, Matt, you want to throw your personal IG out there, or the Pegler Agency, for some follows? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I got two. So, yeah, mine is uh, Matt underscore Pegler. Um, and then the other one is just the Pegler Agency. Um, yeah. Hit me up. Awesome, man. And it's P-E-G-L-E-R. We'll plug it in uh, in the show notes so you guys can all go give him a follow. Matt, um, final question uh, in line with the podcast. As you drive down the highway in Georgia and you're thinking about what what's next for you, um, what, what do you think about what comes to mind? Hmm, well, what's next for me? Uh, I think I'm going to go see Team USA this weekend. Um, the, the, the high school um, amateur Team USA. See those boys in Cary, North Carolina. And that's about as far as I get as far as planning, man. I plan about two days ahead, and that's as far as I can do. So I love that's it, what's man. next. Love it, love it. And then, works. then we're going global. After that, you know, <laughs> conquering the world, going global like like you guys. I love it, man. Gary, anything on your end, man? No, we're riding his coattails all the way around the globe. That's for I sure. I like it. All the going global. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Matt. We appreciate it, buddy. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Season Dose, as Matt, <laughs> Matt called it. Uh, off to a hot start. We've got a couple more in the queue. Um, really excited for our next guest coming up. Hopefully next week, um, a woman who's made a name for herself in the lacrosse community, professional lacrosse. Um, so I think you'll you'll see we got some variety coming here in season two. Um, but I hope you enjoyed it, guys. Please again share it. Uh, this this is going to be as big as we make it, and we share it with each other. Uh, So again, my ask of you is one, at least share this to somebody who who has played baseball or looking to make a career out of baseball or in college now playing baseball or, you know, the the mission of this podcast, they're adjusting to life after baseball, just like Matt's done uh, and his career, I think is really just going to start taking off in that agency life that he's starting for himself. Uh, Not all glitz and glamour. Uh, Baseball fans may know Scott Boris, multi, multi multi-million dollar agent, Um, This is how you get started in the back roads of Georgia, as Matt calls it. Uh, But thank you guys again for tuning in. Always fun to have him on. Uh, Good to to catch up with Gary as well. Uh, And we will see you guys next time on What's Next. Bye.